Welcome to the Fat Cats Rugby Podcast, bringing you candid rugby conversations, great interviews and insights into Ugandan rugby, and a touch of rugby in Africa and the world over. Fat Cats Rugby Podcast is a product of Fat Cats Media Brand. For all your audiovisual content needs and equipment hire, hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to another episode of the Fat Cats Rugby Podcast. Another opportunity for us to talk about a lot of rugby and to uh, really get to dive into so many of the things. My name is Ruben Kihumoro and uh, another little of cats, plus uh, a very talented lady with us. Um, Edwin, I'll start with you. Um, how are you? I'm good. Sun could be less hot, but good to be here again. That's good. Um, with us, I could say, is the, the premier fan of Uganda rugby, uh, Eddie Chiwanuka. How are you feeling today? I'm all right. And excited I'm about the week, the weekend? I'm so excited about the weekend. Uh, whatever comes in, we'll go with it. Okay, um, Keith Seriangi, the man of the, the brand, James on the Wheel. I've even seen <laughs> t-shirts made about you, man. I want to be like you when I grow up. How are you feeling? I'm okay. It's good to be here. Yeah. Are you retired or not retired? We're not sure. We saw a bit of cameos this season. That's still pending. Uh, I'll talk to my agent. <laughs> I have <laughs> a feeling you're going to pass <laughs> the agent card. <laughs> I have a feeling you're going to pass the agent, agent card. I can't discuss anything at the moment. Yeah. And <laughs> saving the best for last, Helen Buteme Koyo Koyo. I always, when I reach you, I want you to introduce all your, your titles and your responsibilities because I don't want to get yeah. them wrong. <laughs> No, there are not many. <laughs> <laughs> there are quite many. <laughs> Start listing them. <laughs> no, don't put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, I think let's just jump it right into it. Um, Victoria Cup. Uh, I think it w- we were supposed to have a whole different conversation mm-hmm. before uh, before this podcast. But early this morning, there was uh, an article going around and a lot of communication going around that... Um, Zimbabwe possibly is sending their under-20 side and possibly will be arriving tomorrow, uh, midnight. So, uh, what, let me start with you, Helen. What are your thoughts on this? Because we are having an issue of late communication yet again, and then we are having an issue now of having to field our senior side against what's an under-20 side. Zimbabwe uh, further clarifying that they are not playing their under-20s as the Sables. They are playing them as the under-20. Yeah, um, there are two things here. Uh, the first is, uh, if you are, you was aware that Zimbabwe was sending an under-20 side. And if they were, then um, they should have also fielded a Uganda under-20 side. And um, it should have been made clear to everyone that uh, it would be um, an under-20 competition. But uh, the way it seems, it seems you are, you were unaware. They assumed it was a full-strength Zimbabwe side coming. And um, as far as we know, it will be a full-strength Uganda side playing a Zimbabwe under-20. For Zimbabwe, it makes sense because of their uh, under-20 side is going to Canada where they're going to play in a a World Rugby sanctioned tournament. So they're basically using this as a build-up for their players. But um, I think if they didn't communicate prior, um, they've been dishonest. And um, I think a lot better needs to be done when it comes to communication. So um, unfortunately, URU does have um, a trend of not being transparent and of poor communication. So it's hard to take their side. This could just be URU being URU or maybe Zimbabwe played them. So um, I don't know what to think, but I, it doesn't sit right with me that we are fielding a full strength side against um, the Zimbabwe under 20 side. Okay, um, that's, that's very interesting. Just throwing this on the table, now that we know that we have under-20s coming, what should we do? Is there anything a reactionary can do, Edwin? Um, maybe, is this a chance for Fred Modola to really trust some of his uh, younger guys? Because I, I think it's too, too rash for us to want to uh, use our under-20 because I don't think they're prepared well. But don't you think we should also be having the, the same mindset that, okay, we're now also working four years we're working in two, four years. We're looking four years ahead. Shouldn't we also think about younger guys and maybe just keep the older guys within the squad for mentorship, but really focus and emphasize on the younger ones? 
I think two things come into play here. Was the union played? That's number one. Or two, did they actually know and just kept it to, uh, to themselves until the last day? Why? I think the team sheet that is going to come out either tomorrow or on Saturday is very key to show you if the union actually knew. If they play our key players who were expected to play against the main Zim team, the Sables, you would understand that maybe the union was played. And if as an advisor, I'll tell them play the main team. Why? Because Why? if you play the main team, you're kind of brushing it off your shoulder, saying, ah, we're played. You don't need to make it official. Make mm. it backdoor chat that, ah, man, we're played also, we're shocked. But anyway, things have to be done. That's one. The other side, if um, they actually knew about it, I mean, it's very bad. It's It's continuously piling on onto these I wouldn't say they are grave issues but it continuously you had the discussion we had last week about sponsors and whatever and then I mean how will that affect tickets? <coughs> Do we know if people here is under 20 they'll be like ah let's not show up you understand? Maybe we'll show up for the after party but not the actual <laughs> game you see so there is that aspect will guys want to just sit home and watch the Commonwealth the whole weekend i mean those are questions we should be asking right now because yeah. now it, it it puts the union in bad light and all the union needs to do is uh well they always thrive in keeping quiet so you'll just have to play it that way well um one of the the jokes that has been going around is uh before the game starts people are planning to maybe send one or two people to see if there's actually kickoff then from there, you can be able to decide to pay for a ticket. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, just bringing Keith into this conversation. Keith, why do you think Uganda has put itself in such a position where, first of all, there are late communications and then we are having disappointments from Kenya bailing out just days to the game to, uh, to now Zimbabwe deciding to give us their under 20? Have we lost value? What, what's happening to uh, Uganda rugby, especially on the test level? I think at the moment, I think Zimbabwe is doing what Kenya did a few years ago. Is that suicide they sent for Elgon Cup? Oh, we saw like a completely new team coming to play Uganda. It shows that they don't value us, they don't look at us as competition anymore. I'm sorry to say. And then make sense, like, from what they would, you would think, they would think that they make sense to keep playing these guys for good, obviously, beat them. Like, even the bragging rights are there anymore. So it comes down to, to us what are we doing? make ourselves worthy of being competition. Because you heard of that meeting, I don't know if it was true, Kenya, Namibia, South African teams, and what not making a league of their own. Why weren't we included? That means we look like we're in the same league as Tanzania or Rwanda, I think. That we're number five, I think, ranked in, yep. in Africa. Yes, but you see the rankings, we got there over time. So it's sort of a reflection of what we've been doing in the recent years. And even as if, even if, if this team leaves, okay, what structures do we have to bring in the next squad? Yeah. So like nothing will happen like, out of the <coughs> We have to see that as a nation, like as a union, or as players, I don't know. It's all about sitting down. You see what did other what have other guys done? Because okay? even this team that is coming, then a twenty team, can any of you say for sure that we'll beat them? <laughs> that's a thing that's what I, was, I think I was having this conversation with Helen like there's also that possibility that they're going to bring their under 20 and it might shock our senior team not to be uh, a carrier of negativity but what if that happens doesn't that throw us into more chaos and especially the, the URU and the structures or the systems that we have in place um, the way I look at it we don't have systems we don't have structures we are very short-term based and we like quick fixes and um, we don't look at the future. Can, I mean, I've said it before. I said it in a Twitter space. I've put it on Twitter. I've talked to people about this. Um, Ugandans are excellent about talking about stuff in bars, but it never moves on. But this is stuff I've said over and over and over again. Do you say Teams start preparing <laughs> for World Cups 10 years in advance. Yeah. Kenya started almost 10 years ago. Um, I don't know if some of you know uh, Hamo Sando and yeah. mm -hmm. you saw his young son, Malcolm. Yeah. You know, he ended up playing for Kenya under 20 and now he's one of the key players in the Kenya national team. Yeah. We had players who used to rub Malcolm on the head when he'd move around with Hamo Sando. 
and they're meeting him on pitch now or they're not even good enough to make it to the the squad we don't have plans you know zimbabwe also started planning about five years ago so what they're doing is following up on that plan and one thing is ugandans want to win now without putting in actually any work into it let's accept to lose let us start building this team now. Actually, I said it when um, our players uh, lost to Kenya in France. I said we should start building for the next World Cup. Not, not the next World Cup coming, but the, um, the next two cycles. You know? So ba basically, we give ourselves 10 years to prepare. And we start with under-20s. Genuine under-20s. Not short 25-year-olds <laughs> who we bring in to play for the under-20 team. It doesn't help us. It's no. never helped us. Has it helped us now? No. Because no. No. we get these adults playing under-20 rugby, they shine. When it comes to playing against senior players, their level, they fail to shine. Why? They're not prepared to mentally and physically. So we just need to put plans in place. Let's agree. We're going to lose for the next couple of years. Something I've said is we need to now focus on building the countries around us. You know, let's get Rwanda, Burundi, South Sudan playing. Field them against our under-20s. It could even be our under-18s, you know, development sites. We make them stronger. As they start building and beating our junior sites, we start fielding stronger sites. Until now, they can play us at test level. We have um, the Rugby Africa games, which it's guaranteed Uganda will play every year. Those will be our real games for our senior team. But let's also, because now when we play against teams like Rwanda, Burundi, South Sudan, not only do we develop them, we also give our under-20s and our junior teams game time and opportunities to play. We have these young players who have a reason to fight for a number on the team. You know, Instead of them thinking, okay, I need to play for Uganda. No, let them think of playing for the under-20 team. Too many times we have players jumping from school rugby direct to the first team of Cobs, Seedens, Pirates. That doesn't make sense. One or two exceptional players is fine. But when you've got five or six players jumping straight into a first-team side, there's definitely a problem with the structures. Why is it happening? There needs to be a gradual progression. So it usually starts um, playing development sides, you know, um, reserve sides, or playing in the championship um, leagues. Then you move on to play for the senior side. I mean, how can somebody be um, just leaving S6 and he says, I have to play for Cubs. If I'm not playing for Cubs, okay, let me go and play for Rhino. So I'm playing in the, the Super 10. What nonsense is that? You've just left school. You're not that good. Get over yourself. Well, that's uh, very, very interesting. But uh, before, <laughs> before I bring Eddie into the conversation, um, she talked about uh, not bringing uh, short 25-year-olds <laughs> to play as under 20, which uh, reminded me of Alex Muguru who has said uh, two things. Yeah. A short man is not a boy. <laughs> and also that uh, a small snake is still a snake. Still a snake. So, yeah. But I think she, she, she really mentioned um, some really, really valid points. And also something that we, we talked about in the previous podcast, the fact that we have people jumping straight from high school into the Super 10, that's just not right. And then some of them jumping straight into um, national team setups. These boys have been playing high school rugby. Now you want to bring them up to test level. And also it also brought about something that I mentioned that, wait, we find ourselves in a position where we threw so many of, so many debutants uh, against Kenya in a quarterfinal in a Rugby Africa game. That was not fair to them at all. And some players also coming back from injury. And then we, we give them uh, almost a full 80 minutes. But anyway. But this is something. Yeah. Um, on that thing of guys going straight to the league and everything, I think that's important for us to develop the university league. Yes. If like out of school, true. you have an aspiration to play for school university, even uh, your academics, be much better because you're fighting to be part of that organization of the school. Yes. Even scholarships make much more sense. Much, much more it sense. is a much more developed university league. Yeah. Like it's every every successful sport mm. usually has something like that. Like the NBA has that varsity league. Yes. That brings amazing players out of it. And whoever they want to continue to rugby will at least give you those few years while he's in university, then he can retire. And that's where you can pick the under twenties and everything. But if everyone is entitled to this one did it. I have to do it. Trust me, it's not all that playing that at that young age, that early. Okay. I can like joining clubs, my class is joining seventeen. But seventeen, that whole time you feel out of place because especially if you're older people and you're much younger, 
and you've just joined it straight away. But now if you've gone through something with most of these guys, like you have been playing together at a different level, even if you're opponents, but in the same league as you progress, it's much more different. It's like the brotherhood is very different. So that you realize that different generations will have their teams as you build on that. Yeah. But I also think uh, universities give us the opportunity to even spread the game. We have universities across the country and the challenge we're having, the game is so central and just a little bit of touch touches off out of Kampala. But we need the game to be as popular as, let's say, football. This is, it could be a very, very good opportunity. But anyway, um, Eddie, you've been a bit quiet, so I'm going to bring you into this. From a fan's perspective, um, how do you think, um, uh, let's say, today's news is impacting? Because um, from knowing that we are playing the Zimbabwe Sables, now we're going to play the under-20 side. Is that in any way demoralizing uh, the, the way that fans are seeing this and maybe ticket sales? And also, what does that mean that we keep having abrupt communications towards game time for our sponsors, for people that want to partner with us and for the fans in general? How do you feel about that? Looking now. Is happening now this morning. Uh, it shows you clearly that uh, we lack a proper PR person or company for the URI. Okay, first of all, for so many years, we've never, we've never missed the Ego Cup. So people were somehow hurt. So many fans were hurt because it is something we look up to every year, saying we are going to, at least, let's have the Ego Cup. Fans that, are, that cannot travel, fans that cannot go to, let me say, South Africa, France, or, or UK. Now, after missing the error, um, there should have been a proper peer to put people's minds at ease a little bit. Yeah. People have psyched up for Victoria Cup. Now, this morning, we're going to play under 20. Immediately, the PR person would have come up saying, by now, by now, it would be circulating over all social media, socials, that uh, we didn't know about this, blah, blah, but again, all in all, let's play, uh, because we've been lacking uh, a, a big uh, rugby game this year, and, star, and, star, and, and so on. And so yeah, that's a very high point. But yeah. now, look at what is happening now, and nobody's there to, 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 to suit the people's hearts, like... Now we don't have a good cup, we've missed a good cup, we've cancelled, now we have Zimbabwe quick fits, but now it's saying under 20. Me always have that theory. Okay, it is under 20, but it's Zimbabwe. So let them come, so go to Bakube. Because it will be, it will be it, it, Uganda won, beat Zimbabwe or something yeah. of a yeah. sort, and then yeah. the under 20 stuff will come in. But you need a proper PR person to do that. Yeah, mm. like move around because communication has always been the biggest problem. Yes, now lack of communication brings about problems with uh, so many sponsors around. Now, the guys are it's one of the biggest events the sponsors looking at, honestly. And everybody knows that Elbow Cup is one of the biggest events of the year that sponsors look at. It is not there, okay. Now we're going to play the uh, Victoria Cup. Now we're playing. And nobody's coming out there to say, making an unofficial statement immediately, immediately, and make sure the, 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 the news is not circulating around. And you know how you can do it on social media and stuff. But now it is everywhere. By the time you come in the evening, hmm, yeah. knowing that uh, Zim is coming in on Friday, night. Friday. Midnight. No, it's coming Saturday morning. Saturday morning, technically, yeah. 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 The fact asked, that somebody was asking me, yeah. when, when are they going to do the captain's runs? Exactly. Yeah, I was also wondering. Wow. <sighs> but so that just, I think it just shows how how much they don't even value this. Because you can't send your team to reach, let's say, that night. Mm -hmm. And, and they're that playing means at four. Just go and play. Like, which means, regardless. Which means they might even leave midnight. Yeah. <laughs> and go back. Ice bath and then they're on the plane. Back. And for us, yeah. the fans, we always want to see the players coming yeah. in early. And then uh, my beautiful angels will look at the, the boys, the bodies, <laughs> and the putting <laughs> and then wait for the after party. Yeah. All those things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And usually, some teams actually join in for the after party. You always join in, and then it, it, it brings about that bonding of 
the players that have played during the day and then the fans. You get to know the fans more. What do they do? How how, how do they move around? And show them places. Take them to King's Park. <laughs> so, so those are the things that, uh, and then you, you create that relationship, great friends, and then by the time we start going to Zimbabwe, you know, I have another arrangement somewhere there in Zimbabwe. We can sit and plan for, for the fans and stuff like that. But now, as you see, all this, it's all about lack of proper communication. Simple, simple, simple things. Let's get, let's get a proper company. Pay them. Get get uh, get Ruben here. Uh, line up the boys. Pitch into social media whenever you say, and then you'll never see the under twenty again. Here we win, win, and and, and, and that's that's how it's working of late. Eh? Because uh, right now I'm, I'm I'm a little bit scared about people. We are pushing, and I would say I need to see people at, at later supporting our boys. Okay, but at times you get and get at a moment and say, now I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. You, need, you need that communication, you need that PR, and then things Yeah, well, uh, I think that those are very, very good points that you yes. really put out because yes. a lot of people, a lot of people are invested, but I still think we should go out to uh, support the boys regardless of who's coming. Yeah, competition is still competition, and it's, it's still going to be a big bonanza um, come Saturday. But before we go any further, I just give a shout out to our venue sponsors. Um, Fred and Winnie BNB located in Kisasi, which is a homestay uh, featuring 10 self-contained private rooms consisting of two deluxe doubles, three standard doubles, one deluxe twin, and two standard twin bedrooms. The units come with a fully equipped kitchen, power backup system, Wi-Fi, laundry services, and a shake to cater to your every meal. Guests at Fred and Winnie BNB enjoy a sumptuous buffet breakfast with a choice of selected tropical fruits and juices pickups and drop-offs to and from Entebbe International Airport as well as local transportation for getting around or up or for upcountry trips can be arranged if booked in advance. For you to get in touch with them, uh, you should call the number 0752-693369 and tell them that a fat cat sent you for amazing offers. So um, exit Helen and in comes Bruno. Bruno, how are you? Good, man. Has your week been ever since the last podcast? My week has been good, pushing on. Then uh, the excitement of the 15th rugby game after, after a while. And then then some shocking news this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start from there. What are your thoughts about the shocking news? Zimbabwe, we are playing under 20. We are not playing um, the Sabres. The most shocking is... I'm shocked that we didn't know it was the under 20 coming up um, and I don't know if the, if the union is as shocked as we are or maybe it's, it's, it shows to keep it private. I mean, very shocking man and we have nothing to do about it. But uh, as a team we, we have to face it. I still think we should bring up that that national first team of ours, the main team that we thought would play the main Zim game, face them, win it, get that out of the way, move on to the next. I mean, we need more test games and this this will be a wake-up call as well to us, um, the fraternity and the union especially, on planning and communication. We, we, have, to, we have to plan our games in advance, not these last-minute shocking news of different sides and also I mean we need those those main national teams man we we, we need to play Namibia we need to play Zimbabwe and also not forgetting our, our regional regional members because I still have a feeling our game will not grow if we don't if we don't if we don't involve our regional regional member countries yeah, um, I think this year has dealt us a lot of reality checks, honestly speaking. Um, and one of the things you've mentioned is uh, communication, communication with our uh, union. We find that even when there are some of the things like, let's say, Kenya's cancellation and now Zimbabwe bringing in uh, its under-20 instead of the Sebos, uh, and they don't come forth 
to control the narrative. Things, even the news we got today came from, from Grapevine and an article that was shared by, by fans. What are your thoughts about that, guys? And what do you think needs to be done? Are we low on the value table that these teams will choose to treat us as they want, or these countries will choose to treat us as they want? And what should we do going forward? Personally, uh, I think we should uh, invest more into a PR team for the Uganda Rugby Union. They should invest more and more and more into it because at the end of the day, uh, through the PR, that's when you, we get more fans to join the game. That's when we attract more sponsors into our game. And then if it's, if, if it's not right, just know we are not going anywhere. Because right now, if we got, you said we got it, you got it from uh, uh, another link from a fan. Uh, by now or by, by evening or by afternoon, the same, same day, uh, Uganda Rugby Union PR team would be out there uh, telling the fans uh, what happened. They didn't know or they knew about it and they kept quiet. Or they, they tried to play around the PR. But if they cannot, you leave so many questions in two people's heads. But regardless, since Uganda is Uganda, we are waiting for Zim. And I'll tell every fan to come out and support. Let's be behind our team. Let's support. We don't care whether it is the under 23, under 20, even if they bring the under 16. <laughs> then we'll go back and talk about that later. Yeah. But again, it gives us, after missing the Elgon Cup, everybody was, okay, was, everybody was saying, okay, Victoria Cup. But again, if, if we cannot get that, if we cannot get that, then maybe there is, there is a problem somewhere that needs to be fixed as well. But moving forward, Uganda is Uganda. At the end of the day, it will be Uganda, Hamad, Zimbabwe. So let's be let's let's be around support the team. But again, they need to look into the appearance. Yeah, definitely. So many uh, so many issues and so many things. We need to go back to the drawing board. But for now, the artworks that are all going out from Nile Special and everyone are saying that Uganda is playing Zimbabwe. For us, mm. we don't want to know about yeah, those under twenty things. Mm. So um. Just trying to dive into the into that fixture on Saturday, Edwin. Um, anything you have to share about that in particular? Yeah, we have played. Uh, we last played Zimbabwe in 2019. Mm. Uh, we came short in that game at Legends. It has been a debate on the TL who scored the, the first try, who passed <laughs> the ball for the first try. But I think that was settled. Uh, we lost that game and. Um, we have 12 players from the 2019 19 team who are still uh, going to play with the current team at the moment. In that game, we had uh, four players who made their debut. That is Kelvin Balagade, mm. uh, Faraji Odugo, and Ivan Kabagambe. Uh, four players from that squad are now uh, fixtures in the sevens. That is Casito, that is Aaron Oforioth, uh, Kelvin Balagade, and Philip Okorach. So we have... Uh, a squad that has been consistently built from uh, the days of the later uh, Robert Seguia and maybe one of the key omissions that we played in that game and will not feature we don't know his future in rugby but is uh, the, the line out uh, prowess of uh, Simon Diego Letts so one of the players we very much miss on the field but mm. that is a few uh, of the start sheet of uh, the games against Zimbabwe Perhaps I'll just add that uh, when we had the discussion about structures and uh, teams, players jumping from team to team, mm. that is from schools league to club and national team, yeah. we, we had uh, formidable Justin Chimono uh, made his debut against Zimbabwe in 2011 yeah. and uh, put up a solid show. Scored two tries on debut, so if anything is to go by, we hope anyone who is making his debut on Ugandan soil and the can replicate hits. the same and the big hits <laughs> sent the guy to the ambulance. So we hope any debutant uh, on Saturday on Ugandan soil will be able to put up a show and uh, make himself proud on, in the jersey. Talking, talking about the 2019 Zim game at Legends, yeah, uh, there was a remarkable moment when uh, uh, my brother Asuman 
Yes. Was, uh, oh yes, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was in the first, first 30 seconds of the game. So this is oh, yeah. because if he's going yeah. to play, yeah, revenge. This is the time for Suman to revenge. Yes. Umana Yakuba Suman and I said, do you have Suman's parents or guardian's number so that we can call them? Just joking. Anyway. But it was a moment, and I believe you me. Some of the guys have the the clip. And they can still bring it out. Uh, yes. yeah, they can still bring it, bring it out. I know Ruben has it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> when I remember about the 2019, yes. and I look at Asuman, I say, My Lord. I <laughs> Those moments are bittersweet for some of us who yeah. played the game that year. It's funny to see people like Asuman being also. I remember I have a vivid memory. Yes. When I was playing for my then team Warriors, I was at ten, uh, fly half, and the, he he was he broke off a scrum. I don't know what he was doing at eight. Is usually a probe, and he floored my number eight who had come to protect me. I don't know if it was you, Edwin, but all I know is shows his squad. Slammed him. So. I wonder the mind, what goes through the minds of his teammates when they know Ono Kanyama was fake uh, and friend, squeezing your Kanyama. After Sumani going down, mm. yeah. eh, we had like 10 minutes. The, 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 the players were shocked a little bit, but they had, they had to play they again. But, water break, eh? And, and the, 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 the Sebo was so particular about us. He went for Suman and he was looking for us. He got the ball, he went past Sujuan and he went straight to Suman. Banang, I'll never forget that day. But this is our time to revenge as yeah, well. Yeah, revenge. If you've brought under 23, Naya Kwate one, I'm coming. Down. Down. And then we'll ask him about Dolagawa. Anyway, it was a moment. But uh, all, in, all in all, those are the things we build onto. And then rugby is all about hits, stools, and, and, and those tries. Those are the moments we look at and say, uh, the way you talked about um, uh, kimono, kimono yes. he took somebody to the ambulance. Yes, uh, we all, we, for us the fans, we are there. Mm -hmm. Ask him about Do you guys think that rugby fans are a bit uh, <laughs> addicted to violence or something? So this no. Is, <laughs> what you're seeing is this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'll give you an example. Oh, it is all about the rugby. That's how rugby is. You see, when Impis is playing some other team, yeah. you'll see them losing. But once a guy gets another and gives him properly, ah, you might think Impis is yeah. leading or something yeah. of a sort. But those are the moments you look those up to as, 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 as fans. Yeah. As fans. But again, mm. all in all, regardless of under 23, uh, whatever it is, we are going to beat Zim. So that's why I want people to come in. And the fans have to come. Through. Yes. We need big numbers. Yes, but, but another thing. Yes, in big numbers. We need to beat them comfortably. What margin? What margin did you talk about? 80. 80. We leave no doubt. So what if they are bringing 123? The problem, it could be 80, 79. So I want to see the figure margin. And again, it is a test to our players. Yeah. If they cannot match the under 23, then we will come back to this same podcast mm. and we'll grill them. Because again, at the, at the end of the day, it is all about our players, our coaches and the stuff like that. But uh, when, you, when you look at what is happening right now, it is all about giving time to the 15th coach uh, to build up his team. Because uh, the 7th coach has been doing it since 2011. Yeah. Yeah. And you can see the boys are all in shape. They've been together. They know each other, and, and it's something and that we need. We well. need yes, Di and discipline as well. The fifteen. Let's, so. let's just delve on that now. Mm. That uh, we have been in a position, or we are in a country, mm. and uh, following a sport where we have two uh, courts that are contrasting. I should say, from a fifteen that mm. has so many, so much. Let me say, so much negative PR coming out. So many things. Some from the grapevine. Some from the bar as most of our information comes <laughs> in. Uh, and then we have a seventh team that looks to be like the epitome of perfection. Yes. How is it that these two uh, groups are under the same management? What, what's the difference? Why can't we copy that template and put it to the 15s as well? Because first of all, you have, uh, there's a level of discipline. 
which is enforced in the seventh side. Mm-hmm. But now with a change of of coach every other year, mm-hmm. you will see it with like United. Yeah, they bring Ralph in, they bring Sarkozy, but when they bring in a fixed manager, yeah. everyone's playing with a lot of discipline, with a lot of like you're eager to to please the coach. Mm. And we also need to add the thing of uh, merit. Yeah, mm. uh, Toba, uh, the seventh team, we never put anyone on that team. Was it really, 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 and that spot? Yeah. But if we reach a point where by the fifteenth team, look at the team. Even if a person isn't trained, in your head you think this person must be there. Yeah, that's not how our team works. Let everyone walk into training knowing that if I don't bring my absolute best, I'm not making this team. Not even the bench. I'm not going right. to make this team at all. So we need to hold the 15th team to instead of hold the 7th team. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, I agree. And we also have to keep growing it. You see how 7th, mm-hmm. all, all over the country, we're going to go and have a circuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They will even have their own tournaments in an area. Mm-hmm. If we switch that to 15th, when, when was the last time we were playing in Gulu? The 15th game in Gulu. Mm. High school. Mm. I see. Have we played a 15th game in Soroti in a long time? No. Kabale. Arua. Kabale 7s every last time. Yeah. In the North, Lira 7s, Gulu 7s. So you see, like, you can see, like, 7s from the grassroots. Okay? Mm. There's something everyone's looking towards. If I was a young player, like, with the uh, actual design at the time, when I was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They'll be that hard to work hard eh, to be on that seventh team. Like, it will yeah. be a goal. Right. Like, yeah. probably they're achieving, uh, probably they're paid. I hear guys get paid now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, like, and even just the prestige you see, on the team that is winning. You see the PR I've been talking about? Yeah. That would be out there. Like, you the seventh players are team, yeah. Whatever dropping alcohol will be easy. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, like, there's something you're working to. Mm. And other sportsmen, if mm. you have that goal, the sky is the limit. Assuming they won't understand. Yeah. For the, for the, yeah. I, I always have a bond to pick with the players who normally don't respect their training. You see a player has been working hard for, the, for, for a tournament like this one, for a game like this one. After the training, gets back and then you see him drinking heavily and you ask yourself, now, is he going to play or is he's trying to, to show us that he can play and then become a fan? Let the <laughs> drinking be for the fans. But it is so demoralizing because at the end of the day, if you know your player, you, 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 you are selected for the national duty, for national duty. Why do you drink heavily like that? And there are players that we know that drink. That means for us, the fans will get back to the coach because they know it. I remember the late Sogi's days. You used to call, you used to call the, the, the fans, different fans. And what do you think about uh, Ruben? What do you think about uh, uh, Kevin? What do you think about the other one? And you tell him that it was an honest opinion. I think this one is better. This one is dropping balls. This one is not good in the line out. This one, and then you go back. He, he, he notes down, and then he compares all the notes. Say, they've been, they've told me you are drinking. He even had, I even had a, 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 a line saying. If you see any player drinking, just text me. Okay? That's where we are going to. Because b- every player who is not serious has to be accounted. Like, you, ha- you have to account why, why, I no- why are you not fit. You've been training with your, bo- with your friends. Why are you not fit? Because you drink. Okay? You work out properly and then you go back and drink. Drinking is not that bad. But again, uh, you, you reserve yourself for, 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 for the drinking. Hmm? And then it is, it is really a sad moment when you see somebody, you saw him drinking two days to a big tournament and then you see him dropping the ball. Eh? He, he, he's got, a, he's got a, a very bad hit and he's taken to, to, to the ambulance. To the ambulance. And you know no ambulance. And you know the reason. But now my bond, my bond to pick with the coaches will be when they know those players and they insist to use them at the cost of, 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 of other players who, who don't drink, who yeah. are disciplined, who go to gym, who go and work out and go. And then you see, because at the end of the day, they will say, during uh, Ruben's uh, time as a coach, you lost to the under-23, you lost to the <laughs> under-16. It goes back to your name. Under-14. Uh, under so you, 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 you need to be the coaches, the, the, the coaching team, the, the coaching uh, staff, 
they need to be a little bit serious about the players. Let's follow up. And then the players, just for a few, few months, leave the alcohol. Take, 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 take a one or two. Take one or two. Now you see somebody taking a crate. No, come on now. If you're taking a crate, what are the fans going to do? They are supporting Nelson. You do. <laughs> we do. I don't know. That, that, one, that one is okay. That one. But they always say, drink responsibly. Yes. Drink responsibly. Are you are you being responsible? Yeah. Drinking is okay. Let it. Let the fans drink. For us, we drink and then we give you the medicine at 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 the the, the, uh, <laughs> the line. Uh, so uh, uh, it, it goes back again to, to 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 the officials. If you are not going to control that, and you expect us to give you some sweet words at the touchline, forget about it because we are very near there. And we know where to hit very hard. Yes. Yes, you have said coaches, mm. police, and everything. Mm. But also, as an athlete, it's mm. unfair to the person you're playing ahead of, mm. unfair to the fans. Mm. Because, no, at times you're selected, you have a mm. choice to come on it. Mm. But then you choose to be a part of the structure. Yes. Personal yes. discipline. Personal discipline it's as well. It's very important. No one is going to choose you like that. Yes. Yeah. How does people above? Yeah, but everybody is above 21. Yes. Yeah. Some reach 30s and everything. Yeah. So why, why, why is the coach chasing around a 25-year-old, 26-year-old to make sure they don't do these things? You should know. Because even during training, you will feel that effect. You will yeah. walk, train, have to walk twice as hard. But now if you walk twice as hard, you don't know how much better will you be. I've dropped Edward so, yeah. eh, because of discipline issues. Yeah. Yeah. A superstar. A when a superstar is dropped, yeah. okay, he will be an example to these to these other youngsters to say, eh, if they can drop John, yeah. no one is safe. Yeah, I think it's time we really focus yes. on uh, trying to remove those rotten eggs and keep the system pure. Uh, there is a lot that the 15s can learn from the 17s team. As we are. Uh, ushering away from the Zimbabwe uh, conversation. Uh, maybe just, Eddie, to ask you, as uh, Uganda's top top leader in, in, in the fans, or the, the top tier leader, I should say, what impact does this have, the fact that um, we're playing under 20 and now that the fans know it's not the senior disables, what impact does that have morale-wise um, with the fans? And also, um, how are you planning, or what you want to tell people to assure them that you know what regardless this is what we are going to do and maybe also to enlighten them what is in stock at legends on saturday our plan is simple for us we've been lacking uh, some good rugby for, for for some months yeah you can see even even like a simple sevens tournament we go there yeah. and you can see numbers yeah. at the end of the day it's that's what our sponsor is looking at numbers so mm. we should come in big numbers and and we are, and we are not just waiting for saturday uh, we are starting uh tomorrow, tomorrow no. or to do <laughs> a tomorrow friday uh, we'll have our sevens some of us will be most uh personally i'll be at at uh, chadondo rugby club at midday and uh, i'll be giving out some free drinks so that we watch our sevens. For yes, I fans. will. For the fans. For the fans. Yes, for the fans. So that we watch our sevens, hype up, and then uh, wait for. In fact, Friday is going to be action packed. We start with uh, with our sevens game from midday, and then uh, we see how the day goes. From there, we take it to basketball. Do the same. Hype up. Look up for for other fans around there, and then from there. Saturday, same time, we will be at Chadonde again yeah. with some free drinks as well yes. to hype up the fans and then we will walk to Legends. Yeah. You said under, under 20 what? Bajatu, then we walk into <laughs> Legends yes. and then we support our team and after that, if they decide not to go back, we will give them the real party. Mm, <laughs> give the real party. So, so tomorrow it's going, to be, it's going to be like a Kasiki. Yeah. Okay, yeah. the rest we'll see them after the game. Siju, yeah. they brought under 23, Siju 18 uh, after the game. So let us win. But if you don't win, <laughs> what are you winning? Yes, just in a few seconds, each of you, 
I want you to give me your predictions of Saturday's game, Zim versus uh, Uganda versus Zim. Starting with you, Keith. Say 45-12. Okay. How did you get that figure? That was my prediction. Mm. <laughs> but I will go for 50-15. 50 50-15. Wow. Uh, I will go for 60-24. Uh, wow. Mine is uh, and, 65 and I think there will score penalties. 65-12. Yeah. yeah. Well, my, my prediction is 25-12 to Uganda. You guys are not saying oh, which wow. side. <laughs> no, for Uganda. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's obvious. So, regardless of everything, we wish uh, the rugby cranes all the best and the fat cats will be there to definitely, definitely support. Now, let's um, go into our final segment. Have a conversation about the what uh, what was being named on social media as as uh, the union's favorite child or the main child and others are just the, the stepchildren yes. the uganda sevens who will be in the commonwealth games and uh, their first game is tomorrow i think at, uh, if i'm not uh, mistaken midday 50 that's 12:50. Uh, you can be able to watch it so what is your thoughts about that first game and how important is it for um for the boys to, to win that first game keeping in mind that first game is against Kenya. Kenya, a team that decided to ditch us um, and, and cancel Elgon Cup. Kenya, a team that said we're not good enough. How important is this game for us as fans or rugby in Uganda in general and also for the boys starting that group very well? This should come last, but I'll bring it first. I think the banter is very key. <laughs> the fans need uh, to, to tear themselves the TL. Uh, I can't wait for that. It's a working day, but I'll, I'll throw in a few memes there and I hope people can retweet and as we prepare. The, the game is very important. Why uh, Uganda put its foot forward against Kenya in Africa Cup 7s and we showed them that we have come a long way in learning and now we can take you on uh, in all the rounds in 7s. So it's now a question of can Kenya redeem itself? And can Uganda cement the hard work they have put in from, as Keith said, from 2011? So it's a battle of one of pride, and then it's a battle of one showing that we're a consistent side. That's that's the key aspect of of, 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 of that game. Me personally, I don't think that that, tourna that tournament is really a big deal to me. Me, I just want to see consistent play, what Africa Cup we did. If anything, short of that, scores aside, my key focus is on the Challenger Series and the game against Germany. But nonetheless, the boys should go and know that we have uh, their backs. We are supporting them all the way. And the key thing is just just end that chatter of Kenya. Just put it under the car and tell them that take your, take your tuk-tuk back home. We have <laughs> you both in swampy and dry conditions. You have nothing to say until the next time. So Uganda all the way. Yeah, very very interesting yeah, thoughts yeah. on that. May I think the only thing that would be tricky about that fixture is that it's the first game. Mm. I think everyone knows the first game in sevens. Yeah, is very tricky. Yeah, but ideally, if we come out with a very strong show in that first game, it will again even help us with our preparation. Yeah, if we know from the get go, the boys are ready to start the hundred percent. It will help with the warm ups and everything. They will know what the preparations to do the first game of the tournament. So I, I really, I'm rooting for the boys, because as usual, you see some Kenyans looking for grasshoppers. You know how yeah. much that is. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. wow. it's going to be important, because that first game, I hope that like, they'll be able to believe. Let's hope that the heat wave is the same as the temperatures out here. Yeah, I mean, there were so many excuses. They, uh, the grounds were very soggy and wet, like as if they are very good pitchers in Kenya. And uh, they call it a banana plantation. So, Bruno, thoughts about um, the Commonwealth in general, the games, and then uh, Uganda, our group. Because remember, after after Kenya, we'll be playing Australia, which is uh, a core side and uh, one of the better sides. Um, if I'm trying to be objective, it's we're a bit imbalanced in that, that kind of contest. But Kenya is a team we know now that we can beat. What are your thoughts on that and uh, how important is it 
to get that win so that we can be able to maybe get out of that group or possibly get out of that group? Um, I mean, uh, these Commonwealth Games is not really a big deal to me, like Edwin, Edwin said to him, but then this, this, this is a very, very nice test game, test game tournament, where for the, for the main challengers, of which we also have to gain that core side, mm. we need that win against Kenya for many reasons, many, many reasons. One, we have to cement our base. Mm. We've beaten Kenya in the African Seven, we're African champions, let's do it all the way and go to the challenger side. Then also, Australia, that will be another hard test that we'll need to the next tournaments that we'll be having. Because either way, th that, those are the teams that will be playing in the core side. So. Mm. That win against Kenya, I mean, uh, we still expect those runs, those steps by Philip, then the usual Casito tackles. And um, I'm excited to also see Alex. Uh, I mean, this is a guy who has joined in 2020 Jan, mm. and he has not been selected for the, for the, he has not been on the, on the, on the, on the selection team, the final team. But yeah, but yeah, I think yeah, yeah, for the national team as the sevens and and he's a very disciplined. I mean, we talked about discipline earlier. He's a very disciplined guy, so we look up to up to up to what he puts up in the game. Just add pirates no. strong and we finish it. You had you had to bring that, but Alex Atorinda is the boy whose rugby has really come from far. Having seen him from the Walukuba days, joining the Pirates rank, and then how his confidence and his abilities have really grown over time. So, as we also come to close this seventh bit of it, you talked about the fans' party starting from tomorrow. From tomorrow. The whole bonanza. And then going into the Saturday, which will be having sevens and fifteens as well. So it's quite a lot of rugby for the fans to enjoy. So what are your thoughts on that? The boys shared with us some pictures on social media looking real dapper. Some of us were trying not to show our girlfriends the pictures. You never know. They may send you a text that, you know what, this is not working out. It's not working out. My friend, I looked at the boys. I looked at the blazers and said, hey, are they going to go with them at home or Babazileka Kuyodio? Anyway, we as the fans, we are looking at that Uganda Kenya game. Yeah. Regardless of anything that is when we are going to stand up tall and say we are the lions now of east africa in in in, in the sevens because first of all we are the africa champions and it is our time to prove it any day any time uganda kenya it will always be <laughs> fire we don't care we missed the the elgon cup now you are talking about the under 23. These boys are going to do it. So uh, we, it's going to be a big game. Like I said, tomorrow it's going to be eh, Kasiki. Kasiki. So we will, um, me personally, I'll stop working at 11. Wow. <laughs> I, I want my boss to know. I want my boss to know at, my, at the workshop that I'll stop working at 11. Okay. Please find attached my, my schedule for Friday <laughs> <laughs> and Saturday. They, they, they all know. With rugby, they all know that if you if you, if you are looking for Edward on a rugby day, uh, is there, mm. you can't. You can't. Even my even the clients know that. Mm. Him is a rugby fan and uh, you have to bear with that. But let us be there. Let's support the boys and I know they're good. Uh, one question, uh, question about the, the, the squad that is going to play, the, the mm. Kenyan squad. Have they changed some of the players or it's still the same squad that came here? I think William Baka is on the addition. William, oh, if I'm sure about uh, I don't know. I, 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 I wish they would bring Kenya Morans for us. Why don't they also do that? Uh, they can't, <laughs> can't ask anymore. If the team we played in the, uh, in the, in the Africa Sevens is the one that we're going to play in, in Birmingham, mm -hmm. and it is hot, it is clear. I hope it rains. You, uh, 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 I don't want. It, I don't want it to rain. Yeah. <laughs> I want it to be dry, sunny, pasche chi. 
These guys are going to die. The boys are so organized, and after the Kenya game, it is enough to give Australia a, 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 a rough time. Yeah. Because our boys, is all about once they believe in, the, in, 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 in themselves, the rest is history. Here, you saw what they did. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, yes. We're Mm -hmm. We are beating them. We move on. Yeah, but anyway, I think um, we all are. I can I can just feel the confidence we have in that team, and we wish them all the best. And as now we are uh, moving on to the last bit, I have one more question for you guys. We are always looking to be more inclusive. Rugby has been known a little bit as elitist, that it is for a group of people. But for this game to grow, it should uh, be all involving, all, all welcoming. What do you think we need to do to be able to encourage um, more fans to come into the game? And also, how can fans uh, play a role in developing this game? I'll start with you. Uh, first of all, uh, yeah, okay. It goes back to the clubs. Every every person here has his own club. Yeah. We must recruit fans from the from our own clubs. Put their incentives. Give them the vibe. I will I'll I will not say I'm bragging, but the way we recruit fans in heathens is very different. Like you, you bring them, give them the party. That's why we even started moving with an official DJ, rugby DJ, because he knows what the fans want. Now, you come, your first day to watch rugby, if you don't understand the game, we will make sure you understand the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. Now, it is another reason for you to come back yeah. and watch a game. Now, you've understood the bottle, now start understanding the game. Yeah. And I've seen so many, so many, I've seen, I've, I've seen, I've recruited so many fans and other, other, other fellow fans, but it is, it is very simple. Bring them on, give them, give them that love, pay for their entrance, if, if mm. there is entrance. That's why when, when, I, when I get tickets, I make sure I bring... Somebody who has not watched rugby, yeah. Yeah. at least if you don't enjoy the bottle, you'll enjoy the meat. Yeah. If you don't enjoy the meat, you look around and say, ah, Mama watch Yakua. <laughs> so you see, it's, it's a reason. And somebody will tell you, why? The CBT get an Like, it is easy. Vibe. Invite somebody. I'm going to pay for you, or ask for a free pass or something. Bring them around. After bringing Ruben, Ruben will bring John. Joseph will bring uh, Rita, Rita, and then you you'll have the game growing. I can I, I can assure you. You see, you always see you always see girls around now. Yeah. Eh? Why? Because they know. Yeah, short, short. Yes, boom, boom, short. And because because it's simple. Let's go have fun together. And the daddies come to buy the drinks, why not? Eh? But again, it goes back not only to my club, but goes back to other clubs. Yeah. Mm? yeah. Uh, go just to, to bring Bruno in. Yes. The, the Pirates Party Bus. How do yeah. you guys uh, do it to bring in new fans? I mean, uh, like we said at the beginning, it's, it comes back to club level mm. and also creating a belonging yeah exactly culture within a club yes that's when also that fan base that you grow from the club will go support the national team and a slight a slight support mm. for their for their boys that are represented yes yeah. i mean i was shocked um it was our last game of the season. Mm. Uh, no, no, no. Second last game of the season. Uh, uh, the Pirates game against it was in Ginger. Ginger Hippo's fans shut us down. Thank you. It was like a cultural troop. Mm. I mean, that was so strong. And imagine having that fan base to the to the national team. Thank you. From each club, you've seen you've seen a few of Monga's clubs when you go and play in Entebbe. They are so, so committed and loving the boys. I mean, create that belonging, create the PR, create the hype on physical on the games and also online on the social media platforms. Yeah. And like, we've been begging. 
bring out the replicas, the merchandise. Yes. We need that. Branding. We need that. We want to shine as well in colors. Mm. I mean, you saw what happened at the Africa Champions at mm. Mm. It was so huge. Even even the captains, even each player of any team, of mm. any country can mm. tell you, mm. you guys, it was so, so massive. It was massive. It was a beautiful festival. It, it, was, it was a turn up despite the weather, despite the, the conditions. It was so, so massive. And those 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 I mean there's a lot we can do there's a lot that each club can do those party buses yeah. those mm. get-togethers yeah, yeah, and involve the fans also mm. in the in the planning and I mean create that that is key those groups. one thing that I think I really liked about yeah. what pirates does mm. is they even have a, a fans day where mm. fans have some activities with, yes. and they get to mix up with the players. Yes. The players Make that it you usually see yeah. Mm. Yeah, on the pitch and you maybe may be afraid to talk to, is one that actually comes on that day is like, hey, what's up? How are you? What's your name? Oh, and then really they good. play so many games uh, from board games to field games. With the players. And with it, the players. it was just something beautiful, a very oh, beautiful very concept. Good. But that's I think very it's good. very important for us to really package this thing as a lifestyle. Rugby is a lifestyle. Rugby yes, is. Is, is not just what happens on the pitch, but... Mm what happens off the pitch the friendships the uh, the camaraderie the connections and i think that's that's very very beautiful but um as we come to a close what are the long-term things that are achievable mm. to improve the schools mm. and not just the traditional schools that you know yeah because mm. you realize the biggest funders going to rugby playing schools mm. who actually play rugby yes yeah. So if you can spread out rugby to more of those schools, like schools what, and more universities, yes, those kids are going to be rugby fans. Where are they playing? Yes, the people who watch them play. Yes, see them stepping one or two games. Yes, they'll keep on seeing even better. Yeah. So if if you keep from a young age, if you have an interest in something, probably you understand the game. That's half the battle. Because yes. when you bring a new fan, yes, what has happened? What has happened? Mm. But they are, when they are younger. This is someone being stepped to stored or something. They got interested, learned the rules, and even if they don't continue, they always know the rules. And they, when they come to, they want to watch more and more because rugby is a very addictive game. Once you have learned, very. Yeah, even, yeah. even if you're not yet learned everything, yeah. once you have learned the rules, even more addictive. Yeah. That's why you'll see someone as old as. It is it is really really addictive and uh, I can tell you as you said it is a lifestyle. Of late uh, I was not in too much into basketball, but I've started going to watch basketball and support it. Yeah. And uh, when I get there, the first thing they notice even the rugby uh, fans are here now. Mm. Okay? Yeah. Before I knew it, in 30 minutes, we are singing. <laughs> and people around us, we are singing as well. Okay? So that means those people will also want to come. If they have not been coming to rugby games, yeah. they will want to come and see what happens there. Last time we went to football now. Officially, now I go with the football fans. Now, football is trying to borrow what we are doing in rugby. To take it into football. Because football, they come, watch, go and go to their different profundas and drink. Yes. No, the sponsor is saying, we want people, hype them, be there. Go watch, come back, have a party. Now yeah. that's what we are building now. Oh, yeah. Because football, again, as well, has so many fans. And it is, it is a, 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 a fan base that we can tap into and bring them. Now Saturday, there are so many football fans that are telling me, of course, now they are going to come. And now you're going to see a different vibe. Now, what, are we, what am I teaching them? How the sport goes, the discipline, how we behave. We don't do the same things we do in football. Now, they're going to pick something out of rugby, take it back to football, and then before you know it, you'll start seeing so many football fans. They, they, they have one thing. Bambi Binyoma. <laughs> <laughs> but it is good. Yes. Because there is always that come moment, I tell you. Yeah. There's always that come moment when you bring in Ruben, and the next thing is what? And you give him a bottle, you'll be like, it's like as if right? yeah. the more alcohol you drink, the more you start to enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, it. and then after the yeah. game, it is a culture in rugby. People don't just go away. We sit, analyze, talk about it, and then before you know it, the game ended at six, 
you are home at what? Midnight. Six. Midnight. Six. You go back at midnight. Nange, curfew. Curfew. So anyway. Hey. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the new Uganda jersey? I'll go first. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. You just need it now physically. I mean, they. I saw they they promised they they put out a date, and you saw how fans were excited. Bring that beautiful kit, man. Bring the replicas. We'll definitely buy. I agree. We actually want now to swap out my seven years. Yeah. 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 Seems like the world cup is coming. Yeah. 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 On and my then, size. Uh, someone said that you will get your size <laughs> next year. <laughs> next year, <laughs> I can wait. No, but we I need that jersey. No, they always look. It. They yeah. always look out for 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 big guys the like. Big uh, guys. Yes, is, uh, but one <laughs> thing, one person, I don't know whether uh, PJ will get his. PJ. Own, PJ. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we are, we are happy to have a replica. Yeah. And uh, with the rugby fans, it is not all about the money. Ah, mm. uh, uh, bring some something good. Yeah. We will yeah. buy. Quality. Quality. As long as it's good, we will buy it. Support the the, the team and and, and uh, we go off and show. We go on and show off. No, no, no. It's not all about. It's not about. It's not all about the money. No, he must have. He's supposed to buy two. To get him jersey his size. For the next kit that comes, the measurements are already taken. So we'll pick a leaf from pirates yeah, where they got theirs from. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Even the bank was complaining about it. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. So, anyway, as we come to the end of this, just to let you guys know that. Uh, you can go to our social media platforms. There are lots of tickets to win for the Victoria Cup on Saturday. However, rugby starts tomorrow. Uganda 7s take on Kenya at 12.50 p.m. Then there will be another game around 12.01 uh, p.m. there. We shall clarify on our, on our pages. I think that will be against Australia. So just keep uh, on Fat Cats, the social media platforms. We'll give you all the updates and then we shall also let you know where you can watch those games. But make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. You will not die if you subscribe. And also just follow us on social media. Let the banter keep going. It's going the to be banter. a rugby weekend, a rugby <laughs> festival. And uh, see you guys. Thank you for watching the podcast Rugby Podcast. Yeah. In Uganda. Thanks for listening in. Share with us your thoughts from today's episode. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.